0: Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Jake almost has his pumpkin spice latte, so we can start the pod now, ladies and gentlemen. Never fear, Jake's pumpkin spice latte is here. It is fall, so Jake is ready to start acting like a basic bitch. Jake, how are you, buddy?
1: Doing well. Um, I think when things start to get dark, I reach for the PSL um and that's kind of where i'm at right
0: now so did you just call a pumpkin spice latte a psl
1: yeah that's my abbreviation for it
0: i'm borderline about to stop recording this podcast just end it right here and be done with it
1: why i mean i think that's a good way to like call it you don't have to say it it saves a lot of time so
0: are you doing like a new thing this fall where you're trying to be like a basic white girl
1: yeah that's what i'm going for so
0: yeah well just so you know you've been that your entire life so
1: well that means i shouldn't have a hard time doing it then
0: oh my gosh the fact that you're just accepting it's making me more angry (laughs) all right buddy well let's get into it we've got a bunch of write-ins uh we're gonna actually be doing two pods uh international break is this next weekend so no fpl kill me now uh, but two pods, we'll do one this week, we'll do one next week, and we're kind of going to split the pod in half. Luckily this week we have a ton of write-ins and questions from people, so a uh, ton of content to cover anyways. Let's get into it. Uh, first thing comes in from Lone Wolf on Twitter, and it's a really good question because a lot of people are looking to play their wild card. Lone Wolf asks Jake, uh, need a rule clarification in regards to wild carding. Lost my cool on Saturday and banked a minus four hit. Will the use of wildcard clear that even though I banked the the hit? Uh, Someone on Twitter said it wouldn't, but I wasn't sure if it would. Good news, please. Jake, do you know what the answer is?
1: It should remove it, right?
0: You're correct. Uh, I looked up the answer on the FPL website. It does actually pretty clearly state it right on the official FPL website. If you took a hit and you play the wildcard after, uh it removes any hits that were taken in that time frame. So there's your good news Lone Wolf, you're good to go man. Jake, you're uh you're on wildcard, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I actually had a similar situation. Like the the website I think was calculating for the week, so it wasn't letting me do my wildcard and then like transfers after that. So I took 3 hits and then was like, oh god, I hope it lets me actually <laughs> wildcard. I have like a minus 12 that would be like completely unnecessary. Um, and then it did. It it worked for me. So I was like, okay, I, I'm I, in a better place.
0: I just would have been so happy if like the whole website would have broken down and you would have been on a minus 12.
1: I think I would have considered just doing the pod and not caring for the rest of the year because i've actually started the year overall pretty well i've just been on this slow decline since week one and i wanted to try to stop that which is the the whole thought of the wild card at this time
0: yeah i mean a lot of people are wild carding right now i would i mean at least in the twitter world that's what i'm really apt to know uh but i would say i don't know 40 50 percent of the managers seem to be on wild card right now
1: yeah, I mean, I think it's a good time to do it. It, it all depends on what your team is. I, I could even see for my team the argument against it. I could see the argument for it. So, But it, it just has to feel right for you, you know? It's, it's you know, the new age. Yeah, whatever feels know? right for you. So. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's 2018. Like, if you're a grown man uh, and you want to drink pumpkin spice lattes in the evening and watch Gilmore Girls and, like, whatever, you can do whatever you want.
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, I think that's how people should feel about their wild card.
0: Yeah, just do you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, other big news: Champions League draw came up. Uh, United, City, Pool, and Spurs have their first two Champions League fixtures between game weeks five, six, and seven, eight. Uh, So just a warning to managers out there that we're likely to see rotation in all four of those game weeks. Really important right now to ensure that you have bench players uh, that can sub in efficiently. I know, Jake, a lot of managers uh, early this year decided to kind of go with weaker benches and then plan to wildcard later. Now you should definitely not be doing that. You need to make sure you have good bench coverage because there's likely to be rotation if you have players in those top teams.
1: Yeah, and this is actually the number one reason why I wildcarded. I've had one bench player the whole year, as Camera really hasn't played, and then Peltier hasn't played. Um, I don't want to waste transfers on those guys. Um, I just want to get them out of my team moving forward. And I think schedules are switching around and things like that. But number one reason is we are going to see a lot of rotation moving
0: forward. So we're going to talk about a lot of that stuff kind of this week and next week on the two pods. But I guess I'm just going to throw this question out there to you: Is it scaring you away from those those teams like United City, Pool, and Spurs? Are you afraid to grab those players just because of the fixture congestion and? Like, for example, Liverpool really drew a tough group. They have a crazy uh, September schedule and into October schedule coming up here.
1: Yeah, very much so. Um, I, I think it's twofold. One is what you stated. They not only have tough schedule in EPL, tough schedule in Champions League, um, but there's other teams that consistently do pretty well in EPL, uh, That namely... Arsenal and Leicester, and hear me out on this before you guys all quit listening to our pod, but...
0: Too late, everyone's gone.
1: I mean, Arsenal has, at this point, scored for three games in a row at, at least two goals. That's, I mean, that's what you expect. That's what you want um, when you're pulling in top-notch attacking players. Um, and then you're not even having to pay the full price for them. And I think Leicester's schedule... Also, very easy for these next 10 game weeks or so. So, right now, if you made me pick my lineup, I don't think I would go 3-3 and 3 Spurs-Liverpool-City necessarily Um, because you're paying very high prices for players that will not be playing all those games. And if you think of it this way, like say Mane scores a goal one game but gets brought on for just 20 minutes the other you're getting you're getting like six points in one and then one point in the other that's an average of three and a half points a game say per se you could probably do better yeah this is all like rough like estimates you can't be 100 percent sure and he may not even step on the field but if he does which we see klopp and pep do sometimes um you're you're paying 10 million for a one point performance and that's not that's not a good idea
0: yeah, I think with Klopp, it'll be a little different than with Pep in years past, at least it has. So Klopp likes to play his starting lineup, but yank guys early, mm-hmm. whereas Pep is far more willing to just like play guys the whole match, but vary the lineups quite a bit.
1: I agree. But you never know. I mean, you never know who's going to come on right at the end. Um, and that that scares me. So,
0: yeah. OK, uh, a couple more questions here. Um, FPL Shark Uh, wrote in and asked uh, this question holoboss is just about to run into a tricky set of fixtures but as a dead ball specialist i think it really does matter in my opinion he's not a defensive option but he is an attacking threat and i would consider getting him in because of that what are your thoughts on holoboss jake we did a little digging on some statistics and kind of what he looks like i know he's a player you're potentially considering what are your thoughts
1: Yeah, I'll go over my thoughts first. Um, Not looking at the stats completely, I think he's a good option due to his price. And I think Watford, I would actually disagree. I think that in a defensive option, he's actually a a good shout. Uh, Watford's defense has been performing really well. Um, They're good at home. They're not giving up a ton of shots. They're not giving up a ton of chances. Uh, So I think that any four and a half that gives you a good chance of clean sheets is a good shout. And then he does bring in more attacking options than a lot of defenders. What's hard this year is the top-notch defenders like Mendy, Robertson, Alonzo, Trippier. They are going to be better. They're going to give you more assists and goals throughout 38 game weeks, I think. I, I think it's hard to argue against that. But you're also paying more for them. so Yeah,
0: two things there. I love how you started that conversation off with, if you don't look at the stats, he's pretty good. That's a great start. If you don't look at the numbers that we use to make all of our decisions, he's looking pretty solid.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't like to get wrapped up in XG, XA a ton.
0: Yeah, um, right. The numbers don't matter. St- analytics are just for idiots that don't know how to play the game.
1: Well, I mean, I think that it's hard, right? Like, how are you determining exactly what an XG is? You know what I mean? Like, how, so how is that we can, done?
0: Yeah, we can talk about that a little bit. So yeah. the models the models that look at expected goals take into account um, Premier League goals that have been scored. Uh, and they're all computer models. So what they do is they take a goal that's been scored or a shot, right? And they calculate how far it is from the goal. Uh, They calculate the number of defenders around the player and how close those defenders are. Uh, Basically, they come up with a metric that produces a difficulty meter for the shot. And then based off of all of the data of shots, basically, that is available, uh, they can calculate whether or not that player is likely to score from that position, from that angle, with the number of defenders that are around and that's what produces an expected goal number.
1: Yeah, but I guess to me, there's there's a lot of chances for errors in that system.
0: Don't you think? Well, of course there are. But uh, with the amount of data that's available, like the amount of shot data that's available, um, you know, you can get a pretty good metric or pretty good idea of like what type of performance a player is putting in. I mean, obviously, players can outperform their X, XG or XA. But like last year was one of the first years that I really saw the numbers like coming to the forefront. Um, I think they've been around for a long time. But last year is one of the first years I really saw it coming to the forefront, like in the common, the common players, FPL players, uh, you know, toolbox, if you will. Um, And I looked at a lot of the numbers at the end of the year. uh, And a lot of the models are very close in terms of predicting uh, where players were supposed to be at by the end of the year. Now, granted, that's a whole 38 games worth of data.
1: Yeah, that's fair. But I guess to me, too, I I mean, they've played four games. They have one clean sheet. He has four assists and one goal. I'm not saying he's going to keep that up. Um, And unfortunately, his price has risen quite a bit. It's actually 4.8, which makes me a little bit less likely to bring him in. But um, I don't think, I think Watford's underlying stats is also important. And the fact that they defensively are probably in one of the top they're definitely the top half of the table if not the top 6 or 7 defensive teams. I mean, I yeah, they're, d- I think they're, they're better expected. than Arsenal and I think they're better than Man United defensively right now.
0: Yeah, their expected goals against is um is not very high. I think it's at... let's see where is it. Woman I'll pull it up. Uh it's like about 3 goals against in 4 matches, which is pretty good. Yeah.
1: So, and they didn't play terrible opposition. Uh, Crystal Palace, Spurs uh Brighton and and Burnley, but yep. I feel like we're we're taking too much time on a budget defender. So I think well, we it
0: on. wasn't just on a budget defender, right? We're also talking a little bit about like the importance of using expected goals and expected assists um, yeah. in selecting your players. But my thoughts on Halabas is I am not that interested, but that's just me. So yeah, okay, we can move on. Um, so we got an email from a, a guy that sent us an email in last week, and I completely butchered his name. He told me that I butchered his name. Um, it's Wojtek is how you say his name. I believe that's the way he typed it into the email. He's probably listening right now, shaking his head that I got it wrong. And he titled the email "Hello from Poland." So you guys can go to Poland to uh, harass him if you want, uh, but don't because um, this is hilarious. At the bottom of like his his email, his little signature, he has a like a website link, and he's part of like an, an MMA group.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't harass him at all then
0: i did click on the website and there's two pictures there's one there's like two dudes one dude that's like super jacked and the other guy that looks really fit either one of the guys would probably beat jake up um actually i'd love to see jake fight the big guy that would really make my day
1: i i would prefer not to fight either of those guys definitely not both at the same time either they
0: would they would both hurt you really bad uh so let's just go through kind of some of the things that he hit um and he had some really good stuff um he did call, this is kind of a. It's kind of cool, he's like, yeah, I'm calling it. He says, first I'd like to introduce a new segment to our pod. Yes, our, as we've been together for eight episodes, so I'm part of the family right now. Hmm. That's pretty cute, isn't it?
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's good. I'm glad he feels like he's a part of our family, so.
0: Well, you're not part of the family, but everyone else is. Oh, okay. Yeah, he also goes uh, on like, to...
1: Can I be like the dog in the family, at least? Or no, no,
0: you're like the creepy rapey uncle. Hmm.
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily fair, but go on. Uh,
0: he goes on to say um, that he'd like to introduce a little section to our pod, uh, real deal or small sample size, so that he wants to discuss, is, is a player like the real deal, or is it just too small of a sample size to figure it out? Uh, he I like, I like he continues by saying, it's pretty obvious, and even Jake, Thank and then he crossed out it. even Jake. Oh, pumpkin spice latte. They're yes. here. One's <laughs> iced, one's hot. One
1: I'm gonna take the iced. Okay. Perfect. Oh my God, we're keeping this on the pod. <laughs> so excited. All right, all right. Now I'm ready. Let's go. Okay.
0: It's, God damn it, Jake. Uh, he goes on to say it's pretty obvious, and even Jake, he crosses even Jake off, and then put everyone should get it. So he's saying you're an idiot. Here it goes. Uh, he's talking about Kovacic. At Chelsea, uh, 6.0 mid with 1% ownership. He's played 78 minutes in the last two games, uh, and he's claiming that he's a, an intriguing option. He does he doesn't have any returns yet, uh, but he's playing kind of attacking. And he sent me the heat map. He's really far forward. He's basically playing like in the attacking third, right in front of the other team's box. Mostly, that's the majority of where his heat map shows up. Um, in his last game, he had six shots two key passes, uh, 93% pass accuracy, uh, and 80 touches, which is a pretty decent amount. So he just asked this question. Are we looking at um, a nailed offensive player? We're looking at a nailed offensive player from an attacking six side. Uh, He passes the eye test. Is he the real deal? Uh, Wojtek claims yes. What do you think about Kovacic over at Chelsea? So
1: wait, before I answer this question, why am I an idiot?
0: Because um, everyone knows that.
1: Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I looked at this guy already Um, with my wild card. I was doing, I don't know, I couldn't sleep, and I took like an hour to look at some, you know, kind of delving into the depths of st- stats and like what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me with Chelsea. I want three of their players. That was another team I wanted to bring up where I think that having three of their players is probably a must if you're wild carding. Um, Alonzo, Hazard maybe, and then one other, whether it be another defender or another attacking player. Conte also has a lot of good underlying attacking stats. Um, Maybe not quite as good as Kovacic, but he hasn't produced. And I'm worried that Kovacic will fall into this kind of... Yes, he produces some shots. Yes, he... Has good underlying data. He takes a lot of touches in the opponent's half, but there's only so many goals that are going to be scored. Um, and you know, it's not the Italian league; it's it's EPL. Um, no offense on the Italian Italian league; it's just not as good. Is um, that a
0: sorry slight? There, are you it's not a sorry, sorry
1: slight. It's just that sorry has done exceptionally well with with his team, and he's four and zero. And I think he's going to. I think Chelsea are going to continue to do well, but I think that his system kind of looks really good on paper, and you need to you need to restrain yourself from being like, oh, all these options are great options, if that makes sense. So
0: yeah, he, so so Kovacic um, is averaging just under three shots per match, whereas Conte is averaging one, uh, and Kovacic is averaging uh, two point three eight key passes per ninety. Uh, whereas Conte is averaging one. Their expected goal and expected assists are both really low for both those players. I mean, I guess I see what, what Wojtek is trying to say. Like, here's a player on a top six side, and you were actually were kind of saying it too. Like, you need to get some of these players in on your team, and Chelsea is, is a good squad. I just don't know that, like, the way sorry system works, that it's going to unlock those three central midfield players to like really get forward. It seems to me just from watching the matches that they're far more interested in covering the center backs. Those three center mids are going to cover the center backs, allow those outside backs to get forward and then allow the wings to basically be free the entire match to just attack, attack, attack.
1: I a hundred percent agree. And I think that statistically they will get some assists, but I'm not going to pay six million for a guy that's going to get me some assists and some clean sheets when I think I could pay a little bit more to get Pedro who's going to get goals and assists or even like a a David Silva who's going to get me goals and assists I would rather pay for that so that's kind of where I'm at though it's a good shout though so
0: no I think it is a good shout um I uh I'll just say like you know I hope Voitech, if you're listening, and I hope I'm saying your name right, uh, you know if you want to continue to like send in your real deal or small sample size, he says he wants to trademark that name. Uh, feel free to do that. We'd love to talk about those ideas on the pod. Um, he also says that he, I noticed Jake started saying "gross" in the last pod, so my influence has finally spread. He's the one that uh, wrote in and said <laughs> yeah. that we had to stop saying "grob." He also said, uh, last thing, could you say hello to at FPL Jim? His real name is Matt. Didn't know that on the pod for me. I passed him so fast in dive mini league table. I really had no chance to do it myself. Poland awaits for the t-shirt.
1: He says. Oh well done, getting some trash talk in. I like it. I
0: love I love that shit. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, just kind of on that note as well. Um, we've had a few people like reach out to us, um, kind of saying like, "Hey, could we be on the podcast or?" Could we write something for the website or could we write something in that you guys would want to talk about? Yes, yes, yes. We're figuring out how to get stuff on the podcast. Uh, you know, um Jason Hodge has been writing Hodgepod articles. Uh Voitech just wrote in this email that we just spent eight minutes talking about. Um, if anyone wants to write anything, we're willing to post on, on our website. There's no pressure. We only get like when we post articles, um, and you look at like how much traffic we get, we get somewhere between like 50 and a hundred people that visit them. So it's not like, there's no pressure to write stuff. Like that's awesome. If you just think it's something cool that you want to write about, feel free to do it.
1: Yeah, I think that's, I I'm hoping we can get more articles. They get a lot of, a lot of traffic and it's, it, it really gives you some time to think about it and go back and look where where like the pod, I feel like I listen to pods and I'm like, Oh, that's a great idea. And I never remember it ever again. So,
0: yeah. And it's just kind of like something fun to do. Like a lot of people love FPL and one way that you can get yourself involved more in the community is by producing some sort of content for it. Um, You know, and, and a lot of people aren't sure where to go with that content or you do it on Twitter and everybody ignores you. Trust me, we know how that feels. So if you want to do it through us, just send me an email Say, I've got an idea or send me a message on Twitter, a direct message, and, um, and we'll, we'll figure something out for you. Uh, okay. Let's keep moving. Um, speaking of more, uh, listener content, um, Hodgepodge article, the last one got a bunch of traffic and Jason sent us one mostly focusing on the whole Sala conundrum. Uh, if you were going to wildcard, should you have Sala in your side or not? Jake, you're on your wildcard right now. Yes, Sala or no Sala?
1: At this time, I would say yes. Uh, the underlying stats are ridiculous. So um, it's, it's going to be the big question I need to answer. I'm going to start again with that's the first question and go from there. Uh, the second question I think is easier, and we'll maybe talk about it more, but am I going to pay for a high-priced forward? And I think the answer to that is no moving forward. But it's hard. I mean, Salah's $4 million more than what he started at last year, and that's not a small price to pay. Um, I think what is pushing managers away from Salah and them going, no, is the fact that Mane has started out doing so much better than he did last season, um, or at least better. And he doesn't have a red card game week four, which is what happened to him last year.
0: Right. So last year, last season, Mane was on fire to start the season as well. Yeah. Three goals in
1: three games. So,
0: right. Then he cleated Ederson in the face, which was awesome. That was yeah. even better than anything Wojtek could have done in the MMA octagon.
1: Yeah, so it was pretty good. Like I just remember Ederson's, like post-game or like a few days later, his conference, and I was just like, oh, your face, man. I feel bad he had, for like, you. Yeah, it
0: was like 27 stitches or something. Yeah.
1: I was like, <laughs> ouch. Um, but, I mean, I'd like your opinion on this too. I just think Sala is going to have still have those halls where he has ridiculous games, Um, He's worth captaining. Yeah, Um, And I think Mane's... My gut feeling is that I shouldn't actually have Mane moving forward. I'm actually going to consider kind of switching him to Hazard. um, And and seeing if I can somehow manipulate my team to have both Sala and Hazard moving forward. um, And go from there.
0: Yeah, I think it's reasonable. I, uh, I stole some ha- stats from um, Adam Hopcroft. I did not ask if I could take them. He posts them on Twitter. Uh, but he just posted this. He said, some stats to consider before ditching Salah. After four games in the 17-18 season, he was on 24 points with two goals and two assists. After four games in the 18-19 season, Salah's at 27 points with two games and two assists. He's currently top XG at 3.11. Top XA at 1.72, 13 chances created first, 19 goal attempts second, top for the threat category of 278, top for creativity at 155. So he's literally statistically topping out almost all the categories uh, and I think that there's just points to come. Now, we did mention the difficult schedule. Just Google Liverpool uh, schedule and look at what's coming up. It's insane.
1: It's like a house of horrors, actually.
0: <laughs> it's like a house of horrors, am I right?
1: Well, is that is that actually bad or good? Yeah. It's a
0: play confused. on words. You decide what's going <laughs> to happen to you. I mean, here's the thing. Somebody like you who's just sipping pumpkin spice latte would probably not like a house of horrors.
1: Yeah, definitely not. That's not a problem. Unless
0: they were dude horrors. Mm, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. 2018. Yeah. 2018, so... Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't know how to be how much to be scared either. Because last year he was so successful against like top sides. Uh, it didn't matter who he played. But yeah, again, could that have just been a one year thing? Probably. So, or maybe I should say not probably. But
0: I don't know. I think that the stats are there to support him right now. That's why I'm holding my wild card. But I guess we'll see what happens. Um, let's keep moving here. FPL Heskobo, uh, he wrote in to us a while back with some questions, but I just wanted to highlight something that he did. Uh, he's a listener of ours, and he just posted a like an Excel document or like a table um, that has City, Pool, and Spurs minutes. I think, is United in there too? I think, uh, I can't remember, um, but I just looked at it. Uh, it's a chart that shows all the minutes for teams last year by position, that you can use to kind of predict rotation so just for example um oh it's just man city liverpool tottenham sorry so you can pull up like the liverpool tab and you can look at uh the con- fixture congestion and see which players played and which players had off last year um i haven't had a chance to like really dig through it because he just posted it this afternoon uh but Definitely something I'm going to take a look at to kind of see if there are any trends in playing minutes for players on these teams.
1: Yeah, that sounds really useful, and I'm glad. Also, really glad he left out uh, Man United. That's yeah, what I have
0: to say so. Yeah, screw them.
1: Yeah, they're actually uh, like okay. almost more concerning in EPL than Arsenal. You know, I'm like, oh, Arsenal's defense looks terrible, but I'm like, well, there's Man United too, so that makes That's me feel true. better.
0: So. Yeah, they're a freaking mess. Um, yeah. How? To, I guess we should probably talk about our teams just a little bit. How did? Um, how did your team do this week?
1: Yeah, not terribly. Um, I think game week overall, I was clo- I was like one million seven hundred thousand, which yeah. sounds terrible. But I, I really <laughs> didn't drop a ton in overall game week rank. Uh, I'm now still in the top hundred k. I'm at like eighty-five thousand overall. That's solid. Uh, Excuse me. Did I say eighty-five? I think what I meant to say was eight hundred and fifty thousand.
0: Eight hundred fifty
1: thousand? No, eighty-five thousand. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, you're
0: you're in the top hundred K, aren't you? Yeah, I'm
1: still in top hundred K. I had. Here's the thing,
0: Jake. Just stop for a minute. When when you have a PhD, it's hard. Numbers are hard. Numbers are hard. Yeah, Uh, yeah. It's
1: the caffeine buzz from the PSL. Uh, stop calling it that god damn it (laughs) i'm starting a new thing uh some green arrow some like you know old ripping gang stayed stayed in the the gray i captained aguero which wasn't terrible because most other people captained sala who didn't do as well um it it actually everything went as expected except zaha getting injured i as soon as i saw that i was like my week's gonna be much worse um, I also was a little bit pissed that West Ham gave up a goal in the 93rd minute to Wolves because I had started, uh, Fabianski and I think he would have, I mean, he would have at least had seven points if he didn't yeah. get any bonus. And I could have started McCarthy who got eight and kept a clean sheet because Zaha didn't play. So,
0: um, how many points did you finish with then?
1: Uh, I think I finished with 50. Yeah. 50 exactly. So,
0: okay. So the average was 44. So you were well, well above the average.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. uh Oh, and then Walcott. Yeah, that was the other thing that really pissed me off. I I, I brought in Walcott. He got injured. Looked. I was watching the Chelsea game. I was like, oh, now I, I didn't even know that Pedro didn't start because I like when I started watching it. I think he just had gotten subbed on or like just got subbed on really shortly after and must have missed it. But of course, he like bangs a goal. I was like, that was the other player I was really strongly considering. So I was very that's, angry about that. It's
0: classic Pedro, that little rat.
1: Yeah, he, he, yeah, I knew it. I knew I should have gone with him. Um, I kind of like regretted quickly going to Walcott. I just, yeah, it's my bad. So,
0: yeah, sometimes when you make fast transfers, that's what happens.
1: Yeah. So there's no excuse for it.
0: It's risk reward. Uh, you took the risk, you were not rewarded. Uh, I finished on 61 points, which was a very good game week. Um, I got that clean sheet from Patricio, uh, Alonzo clean, I also have David Luis clean, uh, Roberts at dime, Mendy dime, uh, so tons of returns for me. I'm pretty lucky, I think, with some of my returns, but I'm happy with that. Um, Juan Basaka also started for me with a big zero um, of course Bernardo Silva didn't start we kind of thought that that was going to be the case um, he's somebody that I need to get out of my team he's just statistically not putting up like enough stats to be really a dangerous player but um, so it goes I'll just hang on to him uh, for now and uh, Mane good Aguero came good so I uh, captained Aguero this week So so solid week Green Arrows all around I am up to, what am I at, um, overall rank of 22,000. Oh, so nice, that's really good. Y- yeah, it's really good start to the year. I'm super happy with that. I know it's a little bit lucky, but I feel like I've been really conservative kind of to start the year. I have two free transfers going into the next game week, so I don't need to wild card. And, um, I guess we'll see. We'll see how it goes, and hopefully we can keep hitting those captains um, and keep rolling
1: here's here's my writing question for you and we didn't we didn't um, talk about this during the week so you're not prepped for it just for our listeners so they're aware okay it's gonna be a true response do you think teams have fi- figured out how to stop the man city attack or do you have other thoughts about why their offense just doesn't seem as potent right now
0: uh that's a great question I I don't know that like there's any way that I don't know that we can say that they've been stopped right because mm-hmm. they're winning and scoring some goals, but they're not prolific. And, and so last year teams, uh, some teams tried to like attack city last year. They took the approach. Um, so there's, all right, let's get into some tactics really quick. There's two ways that you can approach a team like city that like to keep the ball, Um, As much as they can One way is that you can sit super super deep And try to absorb the pressure the entire game And be super super conservative Two banks of four or a bank of four And a bank of five or whatever However you decide to play that And try to um, limit their space in the attacking third The other way that you can do it Is you can press numbers really high up the pitch And try to take space away from the other team So that they have less space uh, to play in And you have then more space to defend in Does that kind of make sense?
1: Yeah I, I understand
0: Of course you do, because you're a soccer genius. Just kidding. Mm -hmm. Um, Last year, some teams did elect to go with that second approach, like let's take space away from City and try to press them. Um, Then we have more space to defend in. And obviously it was not effective um, because City are so fast to counter and attack the other way. Um, This year, I think teams have figured out the only way to play a team with that amount of technical quality is to sit super, super deep And just try to absorb pressure as long as you can and then play out on the counter and um, I think every team basically the entire year is going to line up against them like that
1: yeah I think I think if I had to answer this question I would say one is they're missing Kevin is a big factor but two also I do think teams are starting to figure out figure out how to play against them and I think that Sané really makes a big difference and I think Mahrez isn't really a great replacement for them, and I'm uh, yeah. I'm a little bit worried about them. I don't think that necessarily you should have two of their attacking options because of how pricey they are, and I just don't see them returning anywhere near the number of goals unless they significantly turn things around. So,
0: yeah, I don't I don't know that that's like an outrageous thought. I, I, they're going to score goals this year, but probably not the goals that they scored last year.
1: Yeah, That was just a question I had So,
0: yeah. Okay, let's uh, hit up The the dive uh, The league dive board here And then we'll take a short break uh, In first, Giroud, the Demaja Elliot Mayhall uh, In second, Fred the Red, Chris Moore In third, Art of the Dive Pod Marco flying up to third Let's go, we gotta get that t-shirt uh, In fourth Mosala uh, Dosa11 um, Ricky Menon uh vinnie jones's diary in fifth our boy jg hodge sorry jg you're you're down to fifth shadow fc in six Oli christian peterson number seven lone wolf who wrote in earlier john eric uh torstenstein torstein Tor- torstensten i don't know i can't say it uh in number eight burnley sanders 2020 noah stevens ninth pog baba black sheep matthew polner and in tenth uh bullard's blizzard's uh, Joop Jostin uh, with a total of 278 points. So, right now, 278 points is 10th place, and uh, first place is 304 total points. So, 304, that's a lot. That's a pretty good start to the season there.
1: All right. Another question as I look at these. Um, yeah, go ahead. Sitting at 11th place with 275 points is two teams, Relegates and Mount Eden Munters. Yep. Why am I 13th with the same total points? I just want oh, great, to clarify.
0: Great that. question. Yeah. So, if you, this is a, actually an important question for when you start getting, like, looking at overall rank at the end of the year. Um, if two players have the exact same amount of points, the next deciding factor is the amount of free transfers that the player has taken. If you have less free trans, or transfers that you've used, you are automatically ranked higher
1: that's interesting actually before you were i was wondering if that's what it was is all i was gonna say but yeah all right fair. yeah
0: that's uh i actually the only reason i know that i'm not like a rule book crazy person uh somebody asked it on twitter a long time ago and i thought it was a really intriguing question so i followed up by doing some research
1: all right less transfers for me wild cards don't count right there we go
0: i don't think so all right let's uh take a short break when we come back uh we are gonna have a fun game that we haven't we haven't played games in a while with jake uh to mess with him but we have a little time in the pod this week so we thought we'd do it we'll hit up a quick review of game week four topics we'll talk a little bit more about um, jake's plans with his wild card and then we'll wrap up the pod stay tuned all right we are back Apparently, Jake is almost done with his pumpkin spice gaité. I mean, latte. He's been sucking on that all night. A lot of whipped cream, getting it all over his beard. Delicious, huh, Jake?
1: Yeah, delicious. The only thing I'm concerned about is with the straw, with the iced PSL, uh, not good for the environment. I'm going to have to look look into <laughs> that. So
0: You're doing a straw shout out there?
1: Yeah, straw shout out. So
0: Wow. You're really getting a boner to the environment tonight. Good for you, Jake. Uh, okay, we're going to play a game. We haven't played a game in a couple weeks. Jake said on last week, he's like, we got to start playing some games again. I like to feel uncomfortable. Uh, so we're going to bring back a game that we played uh, last year on last season's pod uh, a Would You Rather FPL International Edition. So some of the questions are going to be very FPL centric and some of them are going to wander a bit. But uh, either way, it's worth it to hear Jake feel uncomfortable. You ready, Jake?
1: Yeah, I'm more than ready. Let's do it.
0: Okay, so for those of us that don't know, uh, Would You Rather is just a game that you play where you literally say, would you rather, and you propose two different scenarios. The other person has to pick one of the scenarios uh, for their their rather. So we have, I think, 10 or 12 questions here, and uh, let's hit it. Ready, Jake? Ready. Um, the The first question, would you rather travel to uh Britain or the Netherlands. And be careful with the way you answer this because this is where most of our listeners are all from one of those two places. Ooh. International edition. And when you're there, you get to hang out with our listeners too. FPL listeners.
1: Oh man, that makes the question even harder.
0: Just answer it, Jake. It's supposed to be a fast game. <sighs> okay,
1: okay, okay. Uh Netherlands is what I was thinking first. So.
0: Oh my gosh, why
1: so I th- I just think um, time's up. Next
0: question: Would you rather sit next to Jose or Sean Dye on a plane? Uh, Jose. Really, we- Jose?
1: Yeah, I just want to hear him complain about like the peanuts and all the food like the whole time, and just be <laughs> like, "Yeah, this is what you have to deal with when you you know like come up through the ranks like most people do." So.
0: What is this peanuts? I've had cashews on three planes. Respect. Yeah. Respect. yeah
1: be like it must be hard with the amount of money that you have at manchester united i feel so bad for you
0: okay would you rather pick only european players or players from the rest of the world for your fpl team
1: i get any country from europe i would say european only so
0: all european players or players from literally the rest of the world uh european wow euro trash okay would you rather lose the asia games and have to go into military service or lose your wife
1: oh my gosh oh that's hard um I, I guess i'd rather lose the asian games just in case and then go into military
0: service yeah so our, our wives don't listen to this jake <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop fooling yourself
1: all right i'd rather no i'm kidding i'd still rather lose the asian games
0: okay would you rather lose the asian games or pumpkin spice lattes
1: oh shit oh my <laughs> god i guess i'd rather lose the asian games
0: okay uh you're on a flight to the Netherlands. Ready? Would you rather have to join the Mile High Club with Lukaku or Deeney?
1: Oh my gosh! Uh, I, I'm, I think I'm going to say Deeney. Deeney? Yeah. Do you think he'd beat me up?
0: Fat Drake?
1: Yeah. I I, I don't know. I'd be I'd be very concerned either way.
0: So <laughs> too late. Yeah, already did it. Uh, <laughs> would you rather fly across the pond? to punch fpl jim jim or voytek in the balls to let them know they can't have the t-shirt
1: <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> fpl jim i'm sorry it's gonna have to be you because i think voytek would kill me if he's an mma yeah player. dude he's like
0: a giant mma dude <laughs> yeah i wouldn't want to do
1: that to either of them but yeah so
0: okay uh now these are questions that our friends wrote in that have basically nothing to do with international but it's hilarious would you rather have dilva's dong or van dyke's height
1: it was done.
0: yeah it was a stupid question uh if you were pulisic would you rather be on the u.s international team or a good international team
1: <laughs> i'd rather be on a good international team that's a stupid question
0: <laughs> another dumb question um uh nick asks would you rather be jake or marco
1: I'd rather be Jake. Yeah, that's a dumb, dumb answer. Uh, <laughs>
0: last question, a great question actually. For it's like the best self-deprecating Arsenal fan question ever. Would you rather have erectile dysfunction or Arsenal can never win a title?
1: Oh my god! <laughs> I, I feel like I, I saw this question when you guys were texting and was wondering like what you were doing. Um, I would rather Arsenal never win a title. So
0: classic Arsenal fan hates himself and hates arsenal
1: i just i don't i feel like they're a long way off anyways like what That's what are fair. we talking like premier league title like champions league t- i don't know
0: whatever. it doesn't matter uh all right that was uh that was internet that was our international would you rather edition i hope everyone enjoyed it hopefully people didn't just like turn the pot off like what is this ridiculous shit but <laughs> yeah. uh it's always funny they're good questions and if you ever have like any funny games or like good questions that you think i should awkwardly ask jake even if they're like really weird uh send them email them to us um, the weirder, at, the better. Yeah, at theartofthedive at gmail.com or go onto our webpage, divefpl.com. Go to the contact section. You can like type a question in there. It'll send right to our email. So, Okay, um, let's just quickly talk about kind of what happened in Game Week 4. So, um, Game Week 4 was, like we kind of said at the top of the hour, an average game week for the most part. Um, the average score was... 44 points. Um, So not super high like we've been seeing in the last few game weeks. Um, The top 1000 average score was actually only 46 points. So it kind of goes to show that like, even the top players in the game right now are not necessarily the top players in the game. Does that kind of make sense?
1: Yeah. No, that makes sense.
0: Oh, I lied. It was actually 52 points, not 46. But still, not like that much higher than the average total.
1: Yeah, but higher than me that makes me feel worse. So.
0: Well, it's only it's the top 100 or top 1000 players. Yeah, fair. So, fair. I mean, pretty pretty interesting. So, not a crazy game week. Um, I guess like one of the big things is Sterling over at Man City. I know that he has been rotated a little bit coming back from the World Cup. Um, But he, from an eye test perspective, has been very strong, super selfish as usual, very attacking. Um, His XG and XA are pretty low, but he has two goals and he's just been kind of firing quite a few shots and getting into dangerous areas. I mean, is he somebody that you're thinking about plugging into your midfield or is the rotation thing completely scaring you away?
1: He's like a, like if I had to give it a number, I would say like 20% I'm considering him. The rotation so thing scares me, and he's still really expensive. I think I'd rather go Sala for $2 million more. Um, but he did look like the goal he took really well taken, but I watched that whole game, and I just can't really remember him creating a ton more chances.
0: Yeah, is there anyone on that City team, attacking-wise, that you're actually interested in? I mean, you're the one that's on a wild card. You can bring in anyone you want. Yeah,
1: just, just David. Uh he has really good underlying stats right now and he's underperforming so I think not a lot of people are going to consider bringing him in and I think he's a good differential moving forward so
0: I I fucking love David so much.
1: Yeah, maybe it's just cuz you love him. Now I love him too. I don't know. So El mago. But you look at his stats and they're very good. Like goal X goals yeah. and X assists. So
0: Yeah, pretty decent. His key passes per ninety I think is the most intriguing stat at four point seven six. That's insane.
1: Mm-hmm. he also should have been I, I don't know what's going on with referees nowadays but when he got taken down by the wolves player in the box i was like yeah. that had to have been a penalty yeah. um so i'm i he and he's missed some close chances too i think assists wise mostly but also i think he had a good sh- chance for a goal the last game so he's just a few you know feet away from having some really good hauls at an 8.5 cost i i can definitely fit that into my team
0: Yeah. okay how about Lukaku on a brace Uh, he had five shots he currently has three goals with an expected goal of 2.88 he's still a donkey piece of shit probably could have had 12 goals Uh, I mean I don't know I I don't want to touch anyone on United personally but it's so funny the second he scores two goals all of Twitter's like get Lukaku in on your wild card I'm going to tell people to probably avoid that till we can see what Manchester United is actually made of
1: yeah, that I agree. Um, watching that game, I don't even know how he didn't score four goals. But they, they played really well. Burnley is terrible at defense, like just terrible. Like they may be worse than Arsenal right now defensively. Um,
0: that's just so confounding to me. I don't understand what's going on there. I, th-
1: I think they that's just too much for them. There's too many games. Like they can't deal with that. I don't know. But yeah. Um, yeah i don't i'm not that interested he's not a bad shout because not a lot of rotation probably for him he's kind of like a cane in that regard but he just goes missing week in and week out i'm i'm not super interested i'd have to really look at their fixtures but i don't think they're that great either so
0: yeah, uh, I just want to hit a few names from like the game week four dream team. Cedric with a nice twelve points. Uh, he must have had. Did he have a goal and an assist? or yeah, excuse me, a, a clean sheet and assist. He had. Um, a lot of managers were looking at him to start the season, and so he comes through with some points for those. That that held true. Uh, Hart over at Burnley um, had a nice game because he had a penalty save. Uh, Pogba with that absurd trot up towards the ball, uh, super super slow, and Hart saves that. Um, Walker had the goal, um, so put him on ten points. Uh, and then that kind of brings us to a couple players that we wanted to spend a little time talking about, and that was uh, Lacazette and Hazard. Who do you want to start with, Jake?
1: Let's start with Lacazette. Uh, we haven't gone into Arscast, and I want to talk about Arsenal, but oh god damn it! Just I am so happy that he finally was started. I think that honestly. Emery should have to go on record apologizing to Arsenal fans that he hadn't started the last three games. It just doesn't make any sense to me. He fits the system. He's really good at high pressing and creating turnovers, even though he has probably one of the worst defensive midfielders in the world behind him in, in Ozil. <laughs> um, and and, and Ramsey. Ramsey's not and even and that. Jaca. And Jaka. yeah like He still <laughs> creates turnovers. Like, he works so hard. He fits that system. Uh, Takes his chances. Had a what? Probably the second best goal of the game week when he just roofed it on Etheridge. Uh, Ky, I think Kyle Walker's was obviously better. Um, I don't know. I
0: think Lukas was better. Like that afternoon when we played FIFA and you played me in, I tried to roof it immediately. I skied it over. So <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, not many players. <laughs> not many
1: players can finish that. Um, but also, too, the way he linked up with uh obama yang they they seem to really enjoy playing together so okay so let's
0: let's talk fpl then he's 9.4 2.9 percent owned uh i mean their fixtures are really good newcastle everton watford fulham leicester crystal palace so up through game week 10 really solid fixtures i mean what do you think is he for sure plugged into that position now is he going to continue to get these opportunities
1: that's the only thing that scares me. If you if if I knew he was gonna start the majority of games, like nine out of ten moving forward, I would I would have him in my team. But I'm just a little bit worried. Um, and debate I'm debating currently between him and maybe Vardy. So
0: yeah. So statistically, he actually doesn't have that grade of like an XG or an XA. But the the number that I guess stands out to me would be his shots per ninety at four point eight. That's very good. That means he's getting in around the box. He's firing a lot of shots. He's trying to create things for himself. He is one of the few players on that team that can receive the ball and create a yard of space and get that shot off.
1: Yeah. How does he, how does he have a low XG? I mean, he hit the post the last game. He created a goal by kicking it off another player, which is probably not a good XG, but, and then he also, I mean, roofed a shot, but that wasn't, He could have gone far post too. I guess I just don't understand the XG sometimes because he's
0: only, so he's only played 176 minutes. So that's That's part of the reason why his XG is probably lower.
1: It just seems like he's creating a lot of chances in a short amount of time. And not only that, but Arsenal look a lot better offensively when he's out there, which makes a big difference.
0: Well, so your XG is going to be lower if you're taking a lot of shots. Like let's say he's in the box and there's two defenders really, really tight on him. Mm-hmm. Um, that would reflect in his XG, right? So it doesn't mean that they're bad shots or that he can't score them. It means okay. that they're of high difficulty. Does okay. that make sense? That's
1: fair. That's fair.
0: And it reflects pretty well because he does only have one goal despite averaging 4.6 shots per 90. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. He. I mean, he saying. basically has two goals. It was an own goal, but yeah, I'll see, I see that. I don't yeah. know.
0: Right, even though it's an own goal, that does not count for his goal, just just so you know.
1: Yes, I... That's
0: fair. Did did you know that that's how that works?
1: Yes, I do know that's how that worked. I I okay. don't know. I'm just I think he's a he's a good purchase moving All forward. Right. at Pumpkin
0: that spice price. lattes. Okay, cool. Uh, let's go to Hazard then. He's the other guy I wanted to spend some time on because a lot of people that are going to be wildcarding are definitely going to be looking to him. Uh, I know his ownership has been kind of moving up. I don't have the charts in front of me, but he is up to eighteen percent owned. Price at ten point seven. Um, he only played 14 minutes in the first game week and 29 in the second game week, uh, but he got assists in both those matches and he has goals in his last two. Um, and he's on 27 total points. Um, you know, on your wild card, are you going to slide him into your team?
1: He's a definite for me. Everything goes through Hazard and Chelsea have an easy schedule and they're they're going to score a lot of goals. So he's a, he's a yes. Like if I had to say at this point in time, what midfield or forward would I have in in my team maybe aside from Salah, or i would say hazard so
0: yeah his shots per 90 is at four and his key passes per 90s at four as well which are both really encouraging numbers and and definitely support um definitely support what you're saying in terms of everything going through him
1: yeah so he's get, has four baps in the last two game weeks as well so when he does score he's going to get a lot of extra points
0: yeah yeah for sure um is there anyone else like you that had, like, big game week performances? I mean, not really. The the performances, like, if we look at the Game Week 4 Dream Team, the maximum points scored was 12. Which, yeah, do you want to talk is, about is Clint Murray? Many.
1: A lot? No, 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 I don't. <laughs> don't it's funny because you were doing. You should shout out that Yahoo thing. We were talking about that, and we're like, you know, Glenn Murray and Mitrovic are probably really good forwards to have this week. And sure enough, they both came through.
0: So. Yeah, I um, I played for the first time like Yahoo Daily Fantasy, um, where you can like basically like build a weekend squad, and then you can play for for money. Um, all I played was 5050 matches. I only entered in three contests. So I did two 5050s and a tournament. So the way that works is like with a 5050 there's 10 players and if you finish top 5 you win. Um, and then in the tournament I think there were 500 players in the top like 125 won. and I entered in a couple different teams and I won both of my 5050s and I did not win in the tournament. So I came out ahead by a couple bucks so that was kind of fun.
1: Yeah, you should send me that during these next 2 weeks. I'm definitely going to get into that. I the only other player I shouted who didn't help uh, is Grob. I was like, "Yeah, go with Grob too." Grob, Mr. Grab, PK. Grab, grab. So, yes. unfortunately, we say that Wojtek is
0: jumping on a plane from Poland right now. Yeah, he's working on his MMA moves. He has. he's bringing the octagon over here. He's going to kill you.
1: God. He doesn't need the octagon to kill me. So, That's true. I just asked but- that my last meal be a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs>
0: Can you imagine you're like, you're bleeding. I'm wiping Vaseline on your face. I'm like, you're fine. You're fine out there. Get back you're Take a there. sip. Like I put that pumpkin spice latte over the sidewall and you're sipping that. Yeah. You'll probably puke that. on puke on him after like one shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and well, in a turn of events, Jacob Close is throwing up all over the Polish man. Uh, okay. They would
1: probably have to end the fight though. That's probably not a bad way to go.
0: Yeah. You're dying in your own vomit. Okay. <laughs> so um you're on your wild card we've talked a lot about things that you're thinking about doing hazard sala so on and so forth i mean you don't have to go into a lot of detail right now because there's a lot of time between now and when you have to finalize that but what are your like just kind of initial thoughts in terms of like team structure and how you're going to be spending your money um going forward here
1: in initial thoughts The the one key thing is to be very balanced i don't want a single player that i don't think is going to start every week um <clears throat> Second key is I am going to go low priced forward. So I don't think I'm going to go above a price of 9.5. Okay. Who that's going to be still yet to be determined. Um, I like Vardy because he's on pens. I like Lacazette. Firmino, I think he's underperforming. He's someone that you could consider, but I'm probably only going to go with one of those three guys and then go like two lower players. Um, Okay. That way I can fit Hazard and Sala into my team and rotate them as captains because Sala still has some good matchups um, moving forward. The The crazier things that I've... And, and this being... Sorry, the other thing I should say is Alonzo, Roberts... Well, Alonzo and Mendy are staying in my team for sure. Robertson, I'm debating. And the reason yeah. being is rotation and his high price. When he plays, he's very good and he creates a lot of good chances. He's one of the few outside backs that just doesn't, like, blindly whip in crosses, um, like Bellerin, I don't know. Um, I'm
0: concerned that, yeah, I'm concerned that uh, Alberto Moreno will be contesting for some time in that position.
1: Yep, and I just don't think that they're going to keep as many clean sheets against the the teams that they play. They have, like, Spurs, Man City, Man United. um, So... The question is, who do you go with, though, in his stead? Um, And that's where the question becomes much harder. I do like Cedric. I need to take a little bit of a deeper look at him and his underlying stats. I still think Monreal and Bellerin, as much as uh, we're probably going to lose like half of our listeners when I say this, but I think there's someone there, there's something to consider a little bit. Like, I don't know. I guess they can't keep clean sheets, so maybe not.
0: But thanks a lot, Jake. Twelve listeners gone.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't know. I just how can they be so bad? I I don't want to think about it. But yeah, let's. But,
0: but can you stop? Can you stop? There you go.
1: Monreal did ha- create a lot of good quality chances in the box, um, and that's what we want from defenders. So uh, Patrick Van Aanholt, someone I could look into instead of Robertson saves me like .5, but. It's it's hard it's hard when you are dropping into that lower echelon of defenders there's not a lot of great fantastic options so
0: hmm. Okay well I'll be interested to hear like an update next week when uh when we pot again. Uh, you got anything else to add or can we kind of wrap some things up?
1: No, I think we can wrap it up. So.
0: Okay. Uh, so we're going to pot again next week. We'll probably probably over the weekend. I'm thinking Sunday maybe or Monday, I guess, uh, so that we can get it out uh, before the game week starts. Um, So look out for that, please. Follow us on Twitter, at DiveFPL. We've had a lot of interaction on there. Um, If you don't have a Twitter account, um, make one and follow us. It's a really good way to get involved with the FPL community. Uh, Instagram, The Art of the Dive. We've had a lot of new followers on there lately. I've not posted a lot on there lately because I haven't had drunk pictures of Jake, but I'll just post a picture of some random guy with a pumpkin spice latte and call it Jake. Everyone will believe it online divefpl.com we've had a ton of traffic to the site lately or at least a lot for us um on there you can check out the hodgepodge articles you can check out the articles that jake doesn't actually write uh you can find the podcast you can find good resources so just check the the website out divefpl.com also like us on facebook we have like no likes on facebook i don't think anyone uses facebook anymore but if you do follow it on there our mini league league dive 127 487 one two seven four eight seven one eight eight six two nine is the league code. So check that out, and then make sure to download uh, and follow us or subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, Player FM, wherever you do podcasts. Just follow us on there uh, and share our podcast out um, with your friends uh, with your mini league. Honestly, some people like to like not. I know some people like to not share podcasts because they think they're getting like an edge. You're, you're not getting an edge from Jake okay you're not so uh share that out and uh yeah get in touch if you ever have anything good or things that you want on the pod or for us to put on the website jake you almost done with that pumpkin spice
1: oh yeah it's finished It was so cool, so. is that
0: part of your new diet pumpkin spice lattes uh
1: no not really so it was kind of like the last thing before the new diet like the last meal so.
0: the last supper
1: yeah exactly
0: Catherine's probably Judas-ing you right now. She's in the other room eating like really like French fries and drinking beer.
1: Yeah, I mean she may because it's her last meal as well.
0: Judas. I'm Marco.
1: And I'm Jake. And remember, you should die.
0: Uh, Judas, the worst of them all. Yeah, or was he the best?
1: No, I think he was pretty bad. But...
0: I don't know kind of funny got him good
1: and then he killed himself
0: Uh, (laughs) okay once again you've ruined the podcast sorry